Hello and welcome to Pumped, the Inside Podcast by Schwalbe. I'm your host Tobias Vorgon and I'm talking here with Schwalbe athletes from different disciplines, from downhill to cross country and from triathlon to road riding. And today I'm talking to Camille Ballange. Last time we talked, she just won her first world champion title in Leogang and this time, one and a half years later, she just came back from her first World Cup win in 2022 in the opening race in Lourdes. In this episode we talked about her race run, the different style of different riders and her plans for the new 2022 World Cup season. Hey Camille, thanks a lot for taking the time to do the podcast with me. Where are you right now? It's a pleasure. I am home. So where is it? Um, I moved to, I think from last time, I moved uh, further up in the mountains. It's in Maglingen, mm -hmm. um, 10 minutes from where I live, but just up the mountain. Okay, so quite a, quite a beautiful place. Do you have a view over the over the sea, over the um, lake. Yeah, views over the lake, over the mountains, uh, the big ones. And uh, it's just nice to be at the top of the trails so I can jump on my bike from the garage and just go yeah. riding. <laughs> That sounds like a dream. So first of all, of course, congratulations on your first win in the World Cup season 2022. How are you doing with, uh, with that right now? Um, yeah, it was it was really good. Um, didn't expect it to take the win again, but um, I felt really good on the track. Not from the beginning, but um, yeah, mm -hmm. just before finals, I was like in the good position. I was uh, I felt fit, like yeah, I felt like I could put a good run, so I was happy, and everything went pretty much according to my plan. So I was really <laughs> stoked with it. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. So, load has been um, a topic of conversation for quite a long time because there's, yeah, there was so much unknown. Will will the weather hold? Is there still snow in this early stage of the season? And uh, will it all work out this year with the shuttle bringing all the the people up to to the start? So, how was your feeling when you arrived at the at the venue and uh, at the track? Um, it was a bit of a mixed feeling because obviously we were really lucky with the weather. We didn't know if it's gonna hold on for the whole weekend, but mm -hmm. when we arrived, it was warm, it was nice, so that was cool. Um, and then already for track work, we could see that um, it's gonna be difficult with the funicular. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, seeing the track, I've been, I've never been there before, and I heard like a lot of stuff let's say most of them scary, like, oh, it's rainy, we cannot ride, we, <laughs> we're not going to be able to ride, and it's pretty steep and gnarly, and and you, yeah. yeah, you have all those worlds from some of your friends, and then I've been watching videos, and it was pretty gnarly the past year there, so I was a bit, like, tense, and I was like, Phew, just hope I'm going to make it through, and, um, yeah, then... Um, We had the longest track walk I ever never did in my life. Like we spent two and a half hours on the track. It was like pretty <laughs> demanding because yeah. I don't know. It was 
just so many people uh, on the track at the same time. So we always had to wait. And then it was it was a lot of line to look at. And um, yeah, just new track to learn. So um, I guess we are watching a bit more than, than a track we know. Yeah. So the first day was like pretty epic. <laughs> but it was good to catch up with everyone again. And the vibes were really good. Until uh, yeah, we started practice the day after in the morning. And uh, it was a bit chaotic. Um, everyone knew it's gonna take long to to go up, so mm-hmm. everyone went really early. Like normally, I'm not gonna go before nine or nine thirty the first day because we have quite some some time to train. So yeah. there was no no need to go so early. We'll let the juniors do the do the walk and the first line on the track. <laughs> but this time, luckily, we were like pretty much um, the first. Like I was at eight something there. And we waited like, I don't know, like one hour at least. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be hard. And, um, yeah, it took my time, but I mean, I was, I went straight after the first run to the queue again and took me again, another one and a half hour mm-hmm. to wait. And I could only do two runs this, that first morning. So that was a bit uh, weird. Honestly, you, you kind of stressing also a little bit and. I just then start a new tactic instead of trying to go as fast as I could to the bottom and go to the queue. I just tried to watch the line way more on the track and push my back back up, mm-hmm. uh, which I think was a good idea. But it just took me a lot of energy because uh, you spend a lot of time walking up the track and pushing your bike. Yeah. But yeah, luckily I was one of those that are lucky to be in the time training. So I could do another two uh, runs in the afternoon. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, but but how hard is it for you mentally to really know, okay, that all the time it takes me one and a half hour to go up again. And when you miss a line, you really need to, to wait for such a long time before you can try it again. Yeah, we find some, some tactics. Luckily, um, I'm in a good team and um, we sent... Uh, the second day we sent the manager or the, the mechanic in the queue. That was a huge change because we could stay at the pit while mm-hmm. they were waiting and standing. Um, and we could watch GoPros and just <laughs> maybe eat something. And in that time, you could actually uh, walk on your line and like speak with the, the teammates. So uh, that was a really good change uh, that the mechanics went for us. <laughs> <laughs> So they were just calling us whenever we were in front of the line. Yeah. And then, yeah, um, I think I'm I'm pretty lucky that I don't need to ride a lot um, in general. Like, I'm not someone that is doing, like, 15, 20 laps before my race run. So um, for me, it wasn't a big challenge to do just, like, four laps in the first day, three the second, and just one lap before my race run. Um, so I just... Yeah, I just tell myself then, okay, that's where I'm at now. And I had a few lines to test, but I was just like, okay, there was no time to test them. So I just, I was like, I was pretty convinced that the line I was were the best. So I was just eating them the best I could instead of trying every uh, possible line on the tracks, which I will do normally. So it yeah. was a bit diff, yeah, just a different approach, knowing that we couldn't do so many laps. Yeah. Okay. And why you don't need to ride um, as much as other riders? Because you can remember the trails 
really good or what is your what is your special talent no i don't think so i think everyone knows the the track pretty well it's just um yeah i try to be really efficient and um maximum efficiency uh minimum um you know uh, yeah. how you call it um like energy you know like i try to save my energy as much as i can like not that i'm unfit or anything but i just think even if we are trained and uh, we do everything in the off season every lap gonna take some energy out of your body and also be um a risk for a crash yeah. or hurting yourself so i try not to go too early first of all because it's always sketching in the morning it's always wet for us which is always tricky um, this is why i almost never go before my race run in the morning practice i just go to that um to that 10 minute gap we have at 10:50 before the mm -hmm. race run so i know the condition are like really similar to what we are gonna ride yeah. and yeah just try to save my energy and Yeah. And which just is, do exactly what I need and not more. Which is probably super smart because, um, especially in the last years, I think a lot of um, really high uh, qualified people got hurt in the last race or in the last practice run before the before the race, right? I think uh, Valley and uh, other riders they they crashed last year and then they they were out for for the whole race. So it's quite uh, quite smart to to save energy and uh, not going for the risk yeah um the beginning of the season it's always a little um a little different because you don't know where other people are and how fit other people are were you a bit nervous before the first runs or were you so fit that you know you're you're there and you um fit no i mean you never know until uh, your race run because um we've been racing uh, in taruka a few weeks before mm -hmm. and pretty much everyone was there so i knew a bit the pace and i knew i wasn't too far and then we also raced in briud the the world cup zero <laughs> where <laughs> valley and uh, marine were there too so um it's never the same because obviously we don't take as many risks as for a World Cup, but mm -hmm. you kind of know a bit if you're in pace or not. So I knew I wasn't totally uh, going to be behind. Um, and then, honestly, you don't know, like, I think the good uh, the good test is quali, uh, the qualifying run, which uh, I was a bit surprised that I lost three seconds and a half just in the first split. Mm -hmm. So that kind of wake me up and I yeah I knew what I had to do for the next day and I really focused on that first lap first uh, split mm -hmm. and uh, I knew the the rest gonna be okay so yeah just the lap I did before my race run I tried a few different lines I was at nothing to lose so I, I tried different lines and I knew I'm gonna have to push for the first split and then just ride as I can and Mm -hmm. You walked pretty well, so I'm I'm stuck. <laughs> so um, the race in Lord was the first season opening where you're not wearing your your world champion uh, jersey. Does that takes um, a little weight of your shoulders, or do you not feel the pressure from from outside? Because yeah, last year with the rainbow stripes and uh, everyone was 
watching you and um, it's always special, right? Yeah, I think it was just more of a stress last year because it was Leo Gang again. And mm -hmm. I felt like I kind of had to prove that I can be fast on this track and it was just no luck. Maybe that was a bit more than just the rainbow jersey last year. But um, no, honestly, I just, I didn't have a lot of like pressure or stress this weekend. I just wanted for me to do well. And um, yeah, just you never know if you're going to end up on the podium again or not. And you never know when you're going to win again. And last year I was really lucky to be on the podium every round. And you're always mm -hmm. asking yourself when's going to be the next one, where are you going to be out? And yeah, I just really hoped that I could uh, be consistent as last year and be on the podium. And that was really just the best start I could do. Yeah, definitely. So how was the trekking load uh, this year for you? Really cool, honestly. Um, um, it was perfect condition, a bit greasy and slippery uh, in the morning, especially at the bottom. It was a bit tricky to ride, like not, like not so fun because you you were going all over the place. But like the rest of the track was cool, uh, big compression and big hit, but a lot of different lines and like a bit of everything. Really like mm half -hmm. pack, dirt, uh, fresh smooth dirt like big not big but like two pretty um big road gap but mm -hmm. nothing like crazy nothing really hard to do at the end like we could pretty much ride everything first or second lap okay but just the track was really demanding um and you you had to be really precise that was the more hard uh, things to do like Trying the lines in, in training was not too hard, but riding them fast and be precise all the time uh, was the hardest for sure. But it was it was really fun and the, the fans were crazy. Like already the first, like on Saturday for quality, was so many people on the track cheering with the chainsaw. And it was it was so good to be back and have so many fans back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's really good. And um Most of the people at home on Red Bull TV, they just seeing a really just just a short bit of the track. But the the tracks the track has so many different surfaces, and it's uh, it's steep, and then it's flat, and in the woods it's um, quite loamy, and in the uh, steep part it's super hard pack. How long it takes you to really learn the track that you feel comfortable on all these different surfaces and uh, yeah yeah this track is actually pretty easy to remember because it's so different you know exactly where you are it's way harder on track like for William or mm -hmm. uh, Leger where it always looks similar so you, you're <laughs> always confused yeah so actually okay. that track was good because you know yeah Fox section is uh, is there is that steep shoot then it's like long flowy in the wood then you have that loamy part like everything is so different you it's pretty easy to remember mm -hmm. um, but then obviously to set up your bike the best for the whole track is like not possible you kind of have to set up like for it's not going to work perfectly on every section yeah. that's what I mean but um, you just set up I think the setup wasn't important this, this weekend like that's why we talked about with the team we said on this track is not gonna play a huge part compared to leo gang or another track so we didn't focus at all on setting we just yeah put a setting we know works and then we didn't 
um, think really about it, but we we most of the time really focused on the lines because you could win or lose uh, more time with the lines than with the mm-hmm. setup. So yeah, we just tried. We had people on the track and we've been watching the with the GoPro and we just tried to know which line is gonna be the best and. It wasn't always the same for the guys or for the for us, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, just <laughs> just um, that really. Okay, so um, I can imagine that it's quite hard to to set up the bike properly, and it. I think it's on this track. It's it's pretty much the same with the tires, right? I mean, you choose some um, some tires for. For the steep, for the for the grip, or do you choose more for the um, for the flatter, better rolling tires? So what yeah, um, I, what did you use? Actually, yeah, I tried both. Um, normally, I know what I need, and I'm gonna stick with it, uh, mm-hmm. which is most of the time just Magic Mari front and rear. But um, because it's steep and it was pretty low me. Um, I tried to have a better uh, braking in the back, so I put a dirty down cut. But okay. it was really good for whole first section, middle, but just for the bottom, it was terrible. Especially uh, in the morning, because it was just like rocks everywhere and slippery rocks. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was going all over the place. So then I went back to the full Magic Murray and uh, it was a bit maybe less braking for for the first part and maybe on off camber like it was a lot of grass too so maybe the grip wasn't as good as the dirty down cut but um overall it was just walking everywhere else so mm-hmm. i just then stick with it then stay on on dry normal tires mm-hmm. which was a good decision and and the bike setup um also because we had just got a new bike it was it was hard so the only thing i know is that i'm gonna ride way faster during my race run so just um, before my race run I just put more air in my fork and more compression in the back mm-hmm. um, and then yeah it was just walking for the race but that's something I'm not trying before because it's gonna feel <laughs> a bit shit because as long as you're not riding as fast as you do uh, during the race run you're gonna think it's too hard but once you're going faster you're happy to have more support <laughs> yeah okay yeah so um, in the quali you were uh, fourth, but then in a race run you you came out on top. Where did you where did you win the race and where did you found the time? Was it the first sector? No, apparently. I mean, for me, yes, compared to my quali because that's where I lost the most. So that's where I, I really tell myself I need to push and be way faster. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Um, actually, if you look at the slit, uh, Pompon was green all the way down until the finish. Mm-hmm. So she lost in the last uh, split, which I don't really know what I did there. So special because it's like nothing <laughs> crazy. I should just like step down, coming really fast into the whoops, but I don't think anyone is breaking into them. And then you have like two corner and that's it. And I didn't even pedal on the bridge and as, at the finish because something happens. Uh, with my with my derailleur and I felt like uh, the chain was off or something was weird so I didn't want it to take the risk to pedal and then end up like stuck with the pedal down on the big uh, drop at the end so mm-hmm. I, I didn't pedal so I honestly I don't know what I did maybe just exit speed of the corner was better but it was definitely really tight with the, the top three so 
Yeah. Must be like little, little details here yeah. and there. Yeah, that's really uh, crazy because in the last few years, I, I had the feeling that if a rider is fast, he's fast all the way down. But on this track or in, in, this, um, in this season, it feels like riders are not fast the whole way down. They are more fast in different sections. And the times going jumping from, from red to green and back to red and back to green. So there's way more, um, it, it's way closer. So um, what do you think? What, what's the reason for that, that um, it changed so much and there, it's just little de details that were... Yeah, yeah, maybe I'm wrong. We'll see him for William, but I think it's, it was this track that was so... Like, it must be this track because it never been like that. Like, it was crazy. If you look the men or the woman, it was the same. Like like you said, like it was going red, green, <laughs> red, green. It was yeah. crazy. Normally, if you lose one second at the top, you're like, you're not going to make it back. So I think uh, this track was particularly... Um, yeah, was... Everywhere you could lose time, like I said, there were many different lines and you had to be really precise. So I think on another track, we are not going to see so much like back and forth mm -hmm. between the rider. Yeah. But for us as the <laughs> the viewer, it was super interesting because you never know who's coming out in, in front and um, yeah, what changed during the, the race run. Yeah, that was exciting. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So uh, many riders have different riding styles. Um, how would you describe your riding style? Um, I would describe it pretty like clean, just mm -hmm. like an efficient and clean rider. Like I don't move much, like if I don't need to, which I don't like to see myself riding. <laughs> I don't, because it feels like I'm cheating all the time, which I'm not obviously, but um yeah i think i just pretty composed and i don't move around too much like only if i need to do something but otherwise i try to let my bike walk walk under me and my body is pretty stay pretty stable and doesn't move so much mm. so. but it, it never feels like you're super on the limit so it always super in, it looks super in control and uh, i really like to um to watch your riding because I don't like it when it's so sketchy and you never know if the person will crash or not. So I really like it when it's super precise and it looks uh, it looks good. Other um, other different riding styles for different tracks and can you um, adapt to that? Mm, no, honestly, um, I always try to be precise and in control. Um, I think that's really my style and I'm not trying to do something different on another track. Um, so maybe it will be better on other track to like to aggress more, like to attack more mm -hmm. if you want to make more points, but more time. But um, yeah, even when I try, I don't really make it happen. So <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just my style to be like that. Okay. Yeah. So the season uh, just has started. Um, what are the next things or the next races you're doing? Um, so now I'm at home for almost two weeks, which is mm -hmm. really cool. I can like go back to the basis, like 
lots of interval and like just trench training and really like the condition. And then uh, I have an event with Commensal in the Alpes where um, the the people coming can try to beat us. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's like a it's like a downhill track and it, it's not a race. There is like time training. You can do as many runs as you as you can and you can try to to beat Benoit Coulange and I uh, <laughs> during the day. <laughs> so that's gonna be fun. And then um, later in May um, we have. Some testing um, nearby Fawilam, not in Fawilam, in, in the name is Dunkel, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Beautiful to, trails. Yeah, new, yeah. I don't know, new suspension, uh, 23. Um, so we're going to go there to, to get the new suspension and test it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, maybe with Benoit, we're going to go to ride the track in Fawilams for two days, but not for the, not for the race and then just go back home. And then we plan to do uh, a little training camp uh, in Switzerland with Benoit and I, and we have the, the same mechanic just so with our mechanic and the, the bike park's gonna open slowly again, like Virihorn and some places in Switzerland. So just gonna do a chill weekend um, at home, riding as much as we can, and then get fired up and ready for, for the next one, for Forium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that sounds uh, really good. So. That means you have a little little break now and try to uh, yeah keep your keep your pace for the next yeah Fort William one. Fort William will be a, a really different race uh, than Lourdes, right? Totally different. Yeah, I think it's just the ground is so different, and it it will be also really physical. I think even more than Lourdes, even mm-hmm. if Lourdes was really physical, but um, yeah, just really different. Uh, I think the the vibes gonna be. A bit the same, like the fans there are crazy, and um, <laughs> yeah, we couldn't go there for five years now, I think. So, mm-hmm. or like, no, four, I think the last time was 2018. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I'm sure the fans gonna be excited to go back, so can't wait for that. And the Scottish fans are always crazy, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey. Thanks a lot for for your time, and um, I wish you good luck and all the best for the season. And um, hopefully, you keep the the speed up, and we'll win the next races as well. Yeah, that will be that will be really nice to hold <laughs> on to that number one plate. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see when we talk again. <laughs> yeah. So thanks a lot, and um, yeah, hopefully we talk really soon. Bye bye. Thank you. <laughs> bye. Bye.